do you want your voice and opinions to be heard have you ever thought about creating your very own podcast well we have the perfect app for you anchor is the best way to record edit and distribute your own podcast it's easy to use and it's all free They have creation tools that will help you to edit your podcast, as well as free transition sounds and intro and outro music to make your podcast run smoothly. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. And you can also make money from your podcast, too. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You can access it on your computer or even on your phone. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Welcome back to the Babylon with Besties podcast. I'm your host, Akasa. And I'm Nelly. We have a special collaboration today. We got the controversial black girl in the building. Hi. How y'all doing? (laughs) We're good. We're good. Tired. I feel that. I feel that. (laughs) So, yeah, we're going to be talking about some really good things today but first how was y'all's weekend um i I mean i'll go first i had a really really good weekend um it was just really really busy it was busy like lots of um uh entertaining so it ended up kind of like you enjoy you know how you enjoy entertaining Mm. but it's like sunday night when it's like you gotta go to work you'd be like damn it's a like, yeah yeah like i'm um i'm trying to think like um i think friday got my hair braided saturday i had a, like a little it was a very small pool party uh, with social distancing may i add please and then um on um sunday i did like a fashion show event so i just was very very busy this weekend how about y'all well, um, I don't even remember what I did on, on Saturday, <laughs> but yesterday was my nephew's, uh, we had, well, I didn't have anything. I just was there, but my sister-in-law had, um, threw like a small barbecue for him and, um, trying to breathe in those face masks was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> hot it was like at least like 95 degrees up here in jersey so and then today was even hotter so it's just been chaotic but um that's pretty much it i don't think i did anything on saturday besides finish up school work and stuff which now i'm finally done thank god until another month what about you acasa nothing really as always i never do anything on the week (laughs) Um, just chill for my son, and that's about it. So today's topics are about friendship, like toxic friendships, and what makes a good friendship. Is that? Yeah, I said that right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so today's topics are about 
friendship, like toxic friendships and what makes a good friendship? Is that, yep. did I say that right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want to start off with um, the feedback that you got? Sure. Um, and we could talk of that. Yeah. So, um, I um I actually kind of placed it like an open discussion question uh, on my actual podcast page or Facebook page, which is the Controversial Black Girl podcast, and um, I asked my listeners what it what does a what's a toxic friend, and some of the things that I got back were was. Um, one person said that it was somebody that turned every situation to something that was about them. Um, another person said that someone that was just always negative. Um, somebody else said that, it, um, uh, someone about making sure that, or excuse me, they said that uh, somebody else gossiping about someone else. Mm -hmm. always gossiping about someone else that was one of the things um let's see what else is on here let's see somebody says um lying and the inability to compromise which i like that and that can actually be applied to relationships as well i think i think so too um i think that for me personally, I just think that where I'm at in this phase of my life is I know that a lot of people can relate to this. We're busy. We are we are wives. We are mothers. We are working women. So you really don't have a lot of time for the excess or things that don't really matter. So even to right. be able to find time for your friends outside of just your everyday life, it's hard. So you really, like I said, you just really don't have time for the extra. And then you really, it really, really kind of puts into perspective um, as far as for what a real friend is or what a friendship looks like when you don't have a lot of time to deal with a friend. Right. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and seeing like how they respond. Because one thing I have to about like Akasa because you know we've been friends for a really long time mm -hmm. but I was going to have a child and that never that never hurt our relationship it was oh. not like oh well, now I gotta stop talking to you because you can't go out partying with me or something mm -hmm. like that right it was more like I'm gonna still come over and spend time with you and you can still come over and spend time with me and the same thing that happened with um when she had her son and even when I got married she used to come over all the time and just like we were the three of us me, me my husband well he was my boyfriend at the time but me my husband and her we would just like watch movies all night and just talk and eat and like just chill together it was never like oh she's um she's too good now that she has a man which I appreciate but some people are like that they're like oh well you can't give me a hundred percent of you anymore, so it's an issue, right? Well, and I think that um, as far as for what it seems like, as far as for you all's relationship, 
our friendship is, is is that you have been able to evolve and to grow and you guys mm-hmm. have kind of grown together and I feel like that's that's very vital to be able to grow sometimes and for certain people sometimes you just outgrow that relationship and this is something also that I just I just posted not too long ago a lot of times we think that this has to whenever you fall out with somebody or whenever someone's energy doesn't align with what your energy we think that it has to be this big dramatic fallout blowout knockout drag out and that's not necessarily the case um if someone's energy doesn't align with yours then you can simply just end that relationship it doesn't have to be a traumatic departure and so i think that's 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 one of the biggest things too is you know sometimes i don't know if you have you have you ever been around somebody to where it's like they're always moping and complaining and then you start to find yourself you know you moping and complaining mm-hmm. too because you feel that so, yeah. yeah so it's just it's it's very vital to make sure that you have you surround yourself with good positive energy because that's going to be the energy that fuels you right absolutely and you that, that I think about that, um, it reminds me of like the well-being of your mental health. For sure, because like if you're around people that are like exactly what you said, like moping around and just complaining, and their life is the worst thing ever, and now that's facing onto you, you're just gonna—it's just like a black cloud over your head, like draining your energy. Exactly. And you don't know why you're walking around. You're so tired. You're irritable. You don't have any energy. And it's because this person done sucked the life mm-hmm. out of you. <laughs> that, that sucks. Yes. <laughs> I had a friend like that. Uh, Melly knows who she is. But <laughs> she literally, <laughs> she would call me and complain about every little thing that was going on. And it got to the point where she used me um even or tried to use me even after we were like not even friends like to a point Mm -hmm. she stopped at my house one day without me knowing and like my family called me like hey such and such is here I'm like who like because it it was like years since we talked but she came over Mm -hmm. and like she was trying to seem like she was trying to reconcile the relationship but then after she left, my cousin had told me she was asking about a room in the house I live in to rent it out. And I'm like, oh, that, like, that's why she came over. But even when we were friends, it was like draining just to be around her because it was it was her constantly complaining about things and just not being a, the best friend that she could be. Yeah. But she was never a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> just going to throw that out there. but 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 that's a good point too i mean how many of us have grown up and you you've heard one of your whether it be your mother tell you your auntie tell you your grandmama tell you somebody tell you that person is not that girl is not your friend and even in that situation a lot of times we still try to see the good in people when you probably should have ended that relationship a long time ago but you're still holding on to that relationship because you're still trying to see the good in that person right and like i said that still once again just kind of lines up with 
the energies aren't there. Sometimes, you know, your season, people are placed in your, in your life sometimes for seasons. And we sometimes will try to hold on to a person for um, a longer time than, you know, their intended season. Yeah. So or- I know for me, that's something, yeah, that's something that I've had to learn. You know, I've had somebody, um, as a matter of fact, um, that I have, you know, I'd known, like, you know, kind of childhood friends. And it was just kind of like um, we started to try to attempt to try to do business together, to make a business venture. And in doing this business venture, it really shed light on the fact that I, we were really oil and water when it came to our relationship. And this is, this is somebody I had been friends with for at least about 10 years. And so it was just kind of like, you know, you sometimes we let history kind of take place over what we feel as far as for our intuition. Mm-hmm. And for me, yeah. in this particular situation, um, I know that's one of the things I was like, you know, I've been friends, our parents are friends, you know, I so I, so I tried to hold on and try to salvage this relationship. But where my life is forcing me to where where the universe is forcing me to kind of go then it, 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 we, we couldn't, we couldn't coexist in, in this relationship again. So we, I had to, you know, I had to terminate that friendship. I don't, you know, wish any ill will or anything towards that person, but you know, like I said, it's, if, if it's over, it's over. It is what it is. And you move forward. And for me, I know for me right now, I'm more focused on boss friends. That's where my focus on right now. I'm over here trying to catch, get a bag. I'm over here trying to, um, you know, take my podcast to the next mm-hmm. level. Um, and take my business to the next level. So I'm more interested in boss friends than, you know, meaningless friendships. Right. right. I agree. I 100% agree. That, um, I forget. So you said something and it kind of like triggered the story that we did tell on the podcast already about, mm-hmm. um, it was about a friendship that Akasa had. And mm-hmm. she, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm just kind of like <laughs> not throwing you in the bus because I mean, this just to me, it, it just shows me what kind of person you are because yeah. you're a very forgiving and you give people chances too many, but you chances. No, but we, yeah, we're <laughs> talking about the same person, though. I understand. But the, okay, the thing it's, for it's me still, is, mind like, you, this is years ago when we were. like about to graduate from high school and so to make a long story short we went down to um the shore for prom weekend and Mm -hmm. I was pregnant so I didn't go out or drink or anything I was like I was it was like in the beginning like you couldn't tell nobody knew um but I just stayed in a hotel with my boyfriend at the time and she went out with this girl and this other friend to um, a suite where there was only a bunch of guys. And then, you know, like, when you're young and doing stuff, like, you're drinking and having fun. Like, literally drunk, like, passed out drunk, and they left her in a room. The two girls left her by herself in a room full of guys. Oh, no. (laughs) And this is the same friend that's trying to swindle her way into her house for a room. That's why I'm like, you gotta cut these people off. I mean, I know that you're a good person, you try to look at the good in people, but sometimes you just have to say, because sometimes they kindness and they try to keep 
you know, try to weasel their way and see how far they can take it with you. And you just cannot do that. The more so you allow do you think them- that, do you think sometimes people probably take advantage of her or maybe just kind of take her kindness for weakness, that type of deal? Yes, both. And I, and okay. like, I have everybody a fair chance. I do. Okay. But I usually can sense like just like how you were saying like our moms and our aunts and stuff they can kind of sense like this person is not a good person Uh, it's kind mm -hmm. of been in every single time so far I've been right you know what I think it is it's that protective nature like of course like whoever you you are like me I love this this person because she's my best friend so that's right. a protective nature. Like I don't want nothing to happen to you. Point. Mm-hmm. Right. I I don't know. Like as far as me and like people, like different people, I do give people chances because I try to see like you're going through something or whatever. But I kind of look at like the deeper issue of why you're actually going through it instead of like you know you just brushing I it off. <laughs> 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 But I've learned because it bit it has bit me in the ass a couple of times just trying to care for people and be like, you know, hey, you'll get through this or whatever. And it just always came back to bite me. So I've learned my lesson as far as, you know, giving people chance after chance after chance <laughs> and just putting myself first. But like as far as just being that friend, I don't want my friends to not be able to confide in me or be able to like you know say how they really feel or be honest with with me about certain things because it's like what are we even friends for if I can't even be honest with you if I can't come to you woman to woman or man you know whoever you friends with if I can't come to you and be like this is exactly what happened no matter how embarrassing it is no how no matter how much I like just embarrass myself like I should be able to still talk to you about it and yeah we're gonna joke about it but we're also gonna like you know get it out so you know a better outcome can come the next time and it's it's actually it's funny that you say that because once again referring back to this you know this relationship that I that I had to terminate or that we terminate I don't want to say I like it was just me but we mutually decided to terminate um, as far as for my um, ex-friend, um, I found myself, it had gotten so bad, it got to the point to where I felt like I couldn't be honest, and I felt like I was walking on eggshells to not hurt her feelings, and it was, to me, that was very, very suffocating, and so I kind of, I'm just, right now, I'm reading a blog right now, and it just, and it says six signs of healthy friendships. And the very first thing it says, you're real and honest with each other. And I think that's such a big, big deal, especially, like I said, when we when you consider age as a factor, um, age before um, or before history, because like I said, you know, things can change if you're if your energies aren't aligned, no matter how long you've been friends with someone. But the number one thing is just that you're real and that you're honest with each other and that you have tact when you're trying to, I guess, explain a concern with your friend because it's not that you're trying to hurt 
a person by having to tell them something negative but that's just the realness of the situation is that at some at some point you have to you may have to tell you may have to have an uncomfortable conversation with somebody and for me i would want my friend to be honest enough with me to be able to have those uncomfortable conversations i'd rather for us be able to go ahead and to just chop it up and then you know hopefully sometimes you agree to disagree i'm okay with that as well but I just I I would prefer that you that you be honest. Right. We can't get 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 anywhere if if we're not going to mm-hmm. be honest. Absolutely. And then I feel like I feel the exact same way. There's some people that I kind of have to. I felt I usually I don't at this point in my life I don't do it anymore. But at one point I just like just bit my tongue and just made it. It made me feel like on the inside. It really tore me up because. I don't like to hold things in and that's what I used to do all the time when I was younger. I used to just hold um, my emotions in and if I felt like it was going to hurt that person's feelings, I wouldn't, I just wouldn't say anything. And I, and in the long run, it hurt me and it hurt me emotionally too. So I like try to be as transparent as, as I can be. And the, the only person that I honestly felt that I can just say and say whatever and it didn't matter and I didn't feel feel as though she was gonna judge me or anything was always Akasa. It's 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 real it's truly amazing because I never encountered a friendship like that. Where I, I'm not don't get me wrong, me and her have fell out before. Mm. Yeah. But it was which, is, like- which is part of which is part of it. Anytime your relationship with anybody, if you argue with your spouse, of course you want to argue with your friend. But I think the biggest part of it is just to make sure that you're arguing in a healthy way. You're arguing in a way that is not, you know, I, I would get say, um, you know, planting painful seeds that are hard to kind of come back from because we we you're gonna argue with somebody. You go, if, you know, we that's the part of human nature. It just has to be, right. I guess, a healthy argument. Yes. I agree. Because we've stopped talking for a couple months at one point. And it was like, I missed her, but I was like, you know, being stubborn. And then eventually <laughs> I, was I was like, why the fuck is this bitch not texting me? I was so like, and me and her already had a conversation about it, but I was pissed because I was just like, why? <laughs> I didn't do anything. But you know what? I think it was because Akasa used to live up here for all of her life. Mm-hmm. So she moved down south, um, what was it, like four or five yeah. years ago now? Almost six. So, and now I seen I start seeing her like before when when she first moved down there it was like she would just talk to me all the time because you know I lived in a different area that we grew up in so I'm out here by myself she's down there by herself so we had like still each other over the phone but mm-hmm. like, I start seeing her go out and have friends and oh this is my sis and I'm like I felt kind of like betrayed like I'm being replaced if that makes sense. Like now, funny you say that. Funny you say that because I was actually about to ask you all is how do you all act when you have other friends? Because that was another thing, an issue that I had with once again this person that I have been friends with for ten years, and um, was uh, getting ready to 
partner on this business venture with, um, she really felt some type of way about me having other friends. And in order for us to be able to make our business successful and to grow, I have to connect with other people. Does that mean connect as far as for being on the same level as what me and my friend are? No, not necessarily. But networking is part of making your business grow. Right. And that's what I, for me, I have a marketing background. So that's, for me, that's something that I'm very, I'm very good at that. I'm going to toot my horn on that. I'm very good at about if you put me in an event with people, I'm going to walk out. I'm going to make friends. I'm never in a room with strangers. That's just me. Right. Right. That's how it should be. But I don't, I just felt like it was like mom on like a personal level. I got yeah. you. Yes, I, I don't know, and but I also have uh, battled with uh, anxiety and depression and stuff. Like, I still do. That's a whole other podcast where we talk about uh, mental illness. But, mm-hmm. um, so I feel like all of that was going into play, because at that point, it was, like, really bad, and I wasn't even, I don't even think I was diagnosed yet. It was, like, crazy. So I just felt like I had, like, nobody, and, like, she just moved on with her life after mm-hmm. everything we've been so like i i just kind of like just cut her off completely and just just shut down mm-hmm. but i shut down on everybody even my husband like I shut down and went into like this deep depression i didn't want to talk to anybody i didn't want to do anything like i went to work but I, that's about it like i really didn't have a desire to do it and she would keep reaching out keep reaching out and then after a while like i was just playing bye <laughs> But I and it took a lot out of me to be able to admit that to her, like to her and tell her that. Well, it took months. But so. with that being your friend, was do you think that she was supposed to know you so well that she's just supposed to know? Or what is it your responsibility to just kind of say, hey, this is what I'm going through? Like it's a- a hundred percent my responsibility a hundred percent my she doesn't and then too like like she doesn't know she doesn't know what's going on in my head and plus when she left from up here i didn't have those issues i got you so now i'm going through something new i don't know how to handle it i'm going through some like i was going through stuff in my personal life with my husband and stuff and then it was like that it was like i was just going crazy and i was just like you know what Who cares and everybody can just go <laughs> that's, that's and now at, like now that I'm, I'm learning how to cope and you know all this other stuff and I'm, I'm trying different methods like I can successfully say like we had a conversation we got through it she understands me a little bit better and I understand her a little bit better like I don't want you to think that you can't have no friends but yeah at yeah. the same time i need you to know that they ain't me (laughs) right that you that you're irreplaceable i get it i i get it and for me i like i said for me personally like i said i personally in my situation i felt as if every other relationship that i had outside of our friendship was a threat to my friendship and i'm like it was just a very it's a very weird uncomfortable space to be in because, like I said, I mean, we know that the goal is for us to be able to, you know, to grow. And people that know me, I'm just, I try to be a friendly person anyway. Um, does that mean that I let everybody get close to me? No, not necessarily. Um, but it was, it was just a very weird space to be in because it, she was threatened by literally every single relationship 
that I started, and it, I was kind of like, "Well, you got like we're in a relationship, relationship now. We're in a relationship. <laughs> we're just friends." Like I'm like, so yeah, it did. It just got to me. It just got really like kind of like uncomfortable, and that's why I was like, "I got to take a step back from this. Is not working for me. This is not good for my mental health." Like right. I'm going to sleep with you know with this. So this is this is definitely not um, not good. Mm-hmm. Now, have y'all um, been keeping up with it? Y'all, did y'all watch this past season of Insecure oh, at all? my God. Finally. <laughs> because that's what I was thinking about. So, Finally, Bubba you, watches Insecure. <laughs> are you team Issa or team Molly? I have to be honest with y'all. Like, I'm like, I didn't watch the last two episodes. But I feel like I watched enough episode for me to gain an opinion. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Now, Melly, if she's watching Insecure, now you have to watch it so you can catch up so you know what we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people like really pretty much had their sides between, you know, Issa and Molly. Like, it was very, very split. So, okay. So, just to touch on Insecure, <laughs> um... Insecure, like Molly and Issa, I think they were both wrong because of the lack of communication. I do too. Though they had no communication at all. Even like that first lunch that they had, it was like they talked, but it was a, it was like casual conversation. But they knew it was a problem, and every time they had a chance to talk, it was like okay they're doing something else and then was like no go back and talk to this girl and I was so happy did you watch the ending I did not watch the ending I do have to like I I've been so busy but like I I, I think I need to watch like um like two more episodes I think I'm like I think that's that's what I like is like two more episodes but from what I saw I I, I totally agree with you because here, so here's the thing so at the end of the day what we keep saying about friendship it's a relationship right. relationships are what work so yep. that's the thing so it's like i agree with you i felt like both parties were wrong in this particular situation because it's like there was lack of communication on both ends and i could literally see things from both perspectives so i could see that i could see how um, let's, you know, just use Molly. I can see how Molly is probably tired of being captain, you know, save a friend, save a hoe for Issa. Right. She ba- literally bails Issa out of everything. But then I can see how, like, for Issa, it's kind of like, you know, she's also, she's there for Molly, but she, there's a part to where you know Issa just needed Molly to do this one thing and at the end of the day I'm the type of person like if I deal with you you know I deal with you like whether we're on good or bad terms I would not come through for you because I'm mad at you because at the end of the day if you're friends if you're really true friends that means you have love for that person so I, I still want to see you win even if I'm upset with you but there were some opportunities as to where Molly could have helped her, and she didn't. And I just felt like that part was right. wrong. Right. I felt like it was just but wrong. It, and, okay, so just getting just to explain like the show, because Melanie doesn't watch the show. Um, Insecure is about it's mainly about Issa Rae. Uh, I don't I forgot her last name on the show, but it's mainly about Issa Rae. This last season was really good because they it really tested 
Molly and Issa. Molly and Issa are best friends. Um, both of them have stuff going on in their lives that is separate from like their relationship. Like Issa was going through it with um, Lawrence and then Nathan. Um, that was her like two booze or whatever. Or well, she was in a relationship with Lawrence, but she was messing around with Nathan. Nathan ghosted her and then came back. Like it was just a mess. Molly had Asian Bay. I gotta show you a picture of him because he is fine. <laughs> no, 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 he is fine. <laughs> but um, let me just find my business. <laughs> oh, sorry, JB. <laughs> if you're listening, babe, don't. <laughs> like, no, 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 just just skip over that part. But. <laughs> But um yeah, so Molly was going through it with um her her boyfriend at the time and they wanted up breaking up. So it's a lot as far as like just like I said before, it was the lack of communication. Because at one point Issa, I think in the first episode, was having like a little uh mixer and Molly uh-huh. wanted to talk to her and there was a few times Molly really wanted to just to just sit down and like have a conversation with her because she was going through stuff. So imagine mm-hmm. like Melly, if like me and you got together, but like I was doing things like trying to be like productive or whatever, but then like you really needed to talk to me, but it, it's not like I intentionally brushed you off, but it happened because I just, it, it happened unintentionally basically. So that happened and then um, the using part. The using part was like, yes, Molly does bail Issa out a lot, but then um, it was a point where Issa had another event and um, her Molly's boo works for like some entertainment company. So she actually asked Molly like, hey, can you hook me up basically because you're my friend or whatever. And Molly was like, no, because I don't want that type of relationship. I don't want you to just like think my boyfriend is out here for favors. That's where she was coming Mm -hmm. from. So Mm -hmm. what happened was Issa had talked to Nathan which is Asian based friend, friend, and I cannot remember this man's name for the life of me on the show. <laughs> Is it Andrew? Andrew? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's yes, Andrew, right? Andrew. So, okay. <laughs> but Nathan and Andrew are friends. So, Issa is friends with Nathan. So, they were talking. Nathan winded up asking Andrew for a favor, for the favor instead of going through Molly or whatever. So when Molly found out, because, you know, they were casually talking at the event, Molly found out she went off on Issa. She was like, why the hell would you, you know, ask my boyfriend I told you not to? And she was like, I didn't. Nathan asked her. So it was just like so much because honestly, that little argument could, only reason that argument really happened is because they've been having this divide between between their friendship. Because if there was no divide, um, she would Molly would have helped her out because Molly always helps her out. But like again with the using part, it's kind of like Molly helps you out enough where it's it's to the point where you are kind of using her. So it was a lot, but yeah, I, I love insecure. That's my favorite show. <laughs> oh, 
I'm just going to say that he looks good. (laughs) (laughs) He is so cute. I'm about to take a picture right now. No, I I, I like it. I just be like, maybe I'm the only person that feel like this. I feel like by the time I get comfortable in my chair, the episode is over. Yeah, it does. And people have been saying that. People have been saying. Like, I I need for HBO to do better. Like, I, I feel like I, I'm not paying for, for 15 minutes a show. I need you to give me the whole exactly. 30. That's what I'm saying. Give me the whole 30. I don't feel like y'all give me the whole 30. Y'all give me 15 minutes That's a show. That's how good of a show it is because it's like as soon as it start, the show starts it's like, okay, I gotta sit down and watch this, but then you get so hooked and into it, the storyline and everything, and the music is phenomenal. I've gotten so much music off of Insecure, it's not even funny. Like, my whole, like, I have about a hundred songs over like four seasons, but anyway, but um, yeah, it does it does end quick. I don't know why. So what I typically do is because these are so short, what I do is I let them like kind of like pile up, and I just watch them. I like binge watch them like all together. So it's like a mental thing that I play for myself. To where I'm like, okay, it just it's not that you know the cut isn't so bad when when you do it that way. That's what I typically do because it's so short. It's like I really, know. oh my, God. like I'm like for power. Like when we watching, if you watching power, power lasts for days. <laughs> you know what? I start watching power because I didn't even watch the last season after Ghost died because I was like, what is the point? I guess like he's dead, so everything's gonna fall apart. So. I know, and now 50 Cent out here making these reckless-ass comments, so it's like, do we really want to support exactly. 50? Like, he out here doing oh, the most. Oh, we had an episode on that, too. <laughs> <laughs> he out here doing the most, and I'm like, damn, 50, you gonna make me have to, you want Lil Wayne gonna make me have to boycott power. Exactly. You know, I love power. I couldn't, and then they're coming out with another power. We're getting so all talking, but they are coming out with another I know. one. We are giving you homegirl vibes. <laughs> We're giving you homegirl vibes. It's so distracting. <laughs> you know what? That's the first show. That's the first real show that I've watched in a long time. Power. Power. Like, because I've been, I've been uh, doing a lot of schooling over the past year. And mm-hmm. so I really haven't gotten much of a chance to watch anything, but mm-hmm. I am I like an anime person. <laughs> when I do get in free time, I'm like, okay, I want to watch some anime <laughs> or Power. I did watch Power, and it took me forever. I didn't get to see the last season because it wasn't on uh, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is very good, and they they supposedly have like, um, what is it like? Maybe like five. I think was like five spinoffs. I think like like they got a bunch of spinoffs supposedly off of the ending. So they really are trying to milk this power, um, cow until it's dropped (laughs) for the most part. So watchers, they're like, well, let's keep it going. They wanted to end in the first place, so let's keep it going. (laughs) This it'll it'll be interesting in this right now. Everybody is like woke woke, so you know I think to see what we're actually going to what we're actually going to boycott because I think we're starting to really kind of see as far as for there's like we have we hold power there's value in our dollar 
So this is like the first time that I feel like we're able to see that. We as Black people are able to see that. We didn't really see that before, but there's something that I feel like is kind of shifting in the world to where we kind of see like, okay, y'all, like we might make a difference. So this is going to be, this is going to be interesting to see how this kind of shifts. Because it is really good, but his his comments were really like kind of really out of line. I'm not really sure if he if he came back and he he explained or if he issued an apology. But it's kind of like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, in the words of Malcolm X, the most unprotected person in the world is the black mm-hmm. woman. So mm-hmm. I just kind of feel like you know we have to do what we have to do. Yeah, I agree. And we just cannot, um, but we all have to be on the same page. And I think that that's where a lot of people like, especially like black people, they don't like to stay on the same page. Like, oh, I'm not doing what everybody else is doing just because yeah, I said like, no, it's, you're not understanding the principle or you're just wanting to rebel just because everybody else is doing it. Right. And I feel like it has to be on the same page because if everybody collectively did the same thing, then we can make a difference. I agree. I and I feel like I feel like sometimes we're just like it's so crazy. <laughs> it's um kind of like a double-headed sword. We are the ones that set the trend, yet we're sometimes so trendy. We're scared to go off the trend. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, so, but at the end at the end of the day, we we set the tone. We are what add the flavor to America. But yeah, we're scared sometimes to kind of shift and to try to do something different. So mm-hmm. it's this is it's interesting. I saw a quote. I don't know who it's by, but it said, uh, "The world doesn't move without black creativity." And that's for there's sure. so much that that's tied. There's so much of our culture that's tied into every single aspect of language we were talking about language the other day me and my grandmother were talking about language the other day and how you know people shoot other people down for talking a certain way but it's like you still use y'all you still that didn't come from white people I know that ain't come from like those <laughs> like that did not come from y'all so all these little, little um what is it colloquialisms i don't want to say that right yeah Yeah. all that is always incorporated into mainstream so then when you have when you have all this these commercials that use our culture but nobody's we're not getting paid for it it's just the people that use it and it's so unfair but like i said the world doesn't move without black people we we start everything we do and it's just like once we've kind of that's what's so crazy like once we actually have started a trend then it's kind of like we act like we didn't start it that's why I'm like we're in control we're in control of this so it's it's, 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 this is this is very very interesting um so I do have a question in regards to um I guess back to the friendship topic um <laughs> so we keep escaping <laughs> he's like to get back on track but no how how do you set boundaries for your friendship aren't our boundaries necessary mm, i think they're necessary for certain relationships well like friendships because i think that like 
some people kind of know where to draw the line or they don't just know not to step over a certain line. But I think it depends on the person that you're dealing with, if that makes sense. Like, uh, trying to think of a good example. I think that, um, I'm not to cut you off, but like, I think that I lost my train of thought. Just like, never mind. Let me shut up. <laughs> like, it talked for like five minutes. <laughs> Like, I have an example, but it's not really about friendship. It's more about relationship, but it's boundaries. It's still boundaries. I'm just trying to think of how to incorporate it. I mean, I still feel the same way, but <laughs> I'm just trying to think of, like, a good example. I was like, I kind of have some examples of kind of, like, boundaries. Um, I think that a boundary, a boundary can be as far as for... Like in any type of relationship, whether it be a friend, whether it be a spouse, it's like these invisible lines that you agree to never cross. So that could be not being, you know, like verbally abusive. Um, That can be being gently honest versus being bluntly honest. If you know that the person that you're dealing with is ultra sensitive, um, it could be not gossiping behind your friend's back so that means that if you know you and I have an argument you're not going to go to somebody else you know and say something else um, about what we talked about it could be um, no backstabbing or trying to make yourself look a certain way to you know to kind of always make it look like you're the winner so to speak Mm. so um, I I think that's that's very uh, and of course like um, just make sure it's no um no emotional or physical abuse those are though i think those are nice boundaries and if and if if ever you know how sometimes when you get into a heated argument with someone and somebody tries to do like like low blows or they try to bring up something from like in that got nothing to do so with those anything are the mm-hmm. right those are like you cross the boundary and when you cross the boundary you get into kind of like an unsafe territory you know mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. No, I 100%. It's like almost like ground rules in a sense. Like, okay, these are the things you just don't do. But I be- I still believe that it, it depends on the person because some people will just naturally be like, okay, well, I know I know this person. I know it's a trigger for her to for me to talk about her mom. Right. So, let me not talk even if it's in a joking way, let me just not do that because I know that's crossing my line. We could joke about everybody, everything else in the sun, but don't, don't tell me my mom <laughs> nothing. <laughs> or even like, um, even like friendships versus relationships, okay? Like, uh, oh, well, I think that you spend too much time with your husband, not enough time with me. Okay, well, first of all, that's my husband. Second of all, I got a whole family over here. I'm trying to take right. care of. Mm-hmm. But now you're now you're like interfering with my personal life. Not saying that you're not important, but you it's not a comparison. And at the end of the day, my kids are always going to come first, or you know whatever. That's what I wanted to touch on. Just um, the jealousy as- aspect. I know we like touched on it earlier. But, like, mm-hmm. that, to me, it never, like, 
as far as like me and Melly's relationship, that to me didn't really make any sense because of like my viewpoint. So if like one of my friends is friends with like other people, I, I don't worry about stuff like that as long as that person is not trying to hurt you or any way or trying to mm-hmm. just you know, like some people are shitty, but like I'll leave that up to you to decide whether or not you want to mess around with them. Because just yeah. like boundaries, you have to establish them for yourself. Like I can't tell you like how to feel or why this is how like say if like somebody does something to you and you're not offended but I am. I can't tell you how right. to feel about it. But I know how I feel and I know like I wouldn't want that to happen to me but like it's up is ultimately up to you to be like okay I don't like this you know but mm-hmm. I can be like oh she just did this and then you're like okay so <laughs> like that's that's like too much <laughs> I agree. like she just raised her arm okay like what do you want me to do <laughs> <laughs> so but i i never understood it because like i i i'm not a jealous person as far as like you know you could be friends with what you want as long as they're not hurting you but at the same time like i said me and melly had a conversation about that and she she explained to me what was going on in her head as far as like like i'll tell you what happened as far as why we fell out because like I made a post and it was with another friend and she's like oh that's your like I called her sis and I don't address Melly like that but I address my my other friend like that so but I don't know if that was the reason but anyway like we just stopped talking after that and I, that's why I was just like why why are you not talking to me but like after that like we talked about it and I saw her point of view which I didn't like I said I didn't understand before she explained to me but you know like as far as boundaries it is up to you to to express how you feel and even with me like it's hard for me to express how I feel sometimes to other people because I'm like I I self-doubt a lot like I'm like oh maybe I'm wrong or maybe I'm tripping maybe you know stuff like that but then I'm like okay but I had I still had to validate my feelings because when you this is just me and I don't know if y'all feel like this but whenever something happens and I don't say anything I feel like a part of me is like breaking because it's like you're going against yourself yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm the exact same way. I can't like sleep. Like I'm I'm very bad about wearing my emotion on my sleeve. I'm one of those people that I can't fake it because you can see it on my face. And so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I, I kinda I think I consider it a good thing because for me I feel like you always kinda know where you stand with me because I can't act like something didn't bother me when it bothered me. Yeah. It's just who I am. I gotta let you know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's something I had to get to learn too. Um, I'm still learning it in some aspects, but I'm trying to be as trans as transparent parent, blah, transparent as possible. And that was like the only thing that I really had like kept from her 
like did not tell her because like I don't know like I said I just at some point I just shut down and I just stopped talking to everyone even like my mom like she'll call and text me and I'll just like look at the phone Mm -hmm. watch it ring you know as long are you okay okay Mm -hmm. don't call me back (laughs) I just kind of go into a shut down like deep depression and that's where I was I was at a very bad time in my life so but she would have never known that unless I had said something so that is 100% my fault especially since it was something new that I was going through how how would she know that all 17 years is not gonna if that 18th years it it started Mm -hmm. because now it just seems like it's indifferent so I don't know I mean I, I I get that but it just it, it, it annoyed me you can't <laughs> <laughs> no <more> friends. <laughs> yeah and it's, and it's funny that y'all say that because once again just kind of referring back to like the same relationship that um I, obviously you guys can tell this is this is fresh but so just kind of like referring back to the same type of relationship I actually reconnected with one of my friends that um I was friends, I've been, also had been friends with for a while. You know how, like, you know, just life happens. You know, you know, you just got, you just kind of lose contact. And so we kind of reconnected. But, you know, I explained to her the situation that was happening with my friend as far as for the one that, to where the business venture was not working out. And she was like, you know, she's like, I'm not surprised. She was just kind of like, well, I just never thought that she was a good friend to you. And I'm like, well, why you didn't say nothing? Like, this is news to me. Like, I had no idea that other people could possibly see this. And this goes back to, once again, this is what I'm referring to. Like, you know, your mom, your auntie, whoever sitting there saying, that's that girl is not your friend. Well, this particular situation, I was like, I didn't know. But she was like, I just didn't want to offend you. So she was like, I just didn't say anything. So I just decided to let you learn for yourself. And so, dang, it took me a long time to learn. But I'm definitely grateful that I learned it because, once we actually, when I, when I separated from that person, oh my gosh, I just felt like a weight was lifted. I just felt so much better. And when you feel that way about a friendship, that's how you know that it probably wasn't a healthy situation to begin with. That's how you know that that indeed was probably a toxic situation. Right. So I felt good after I ended that. Like a sigh of relief. And that's the- yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Do something similar with um uh we won't get into it because it's her personal business but she just got out of a, a relationship I, I was just about to say that she, she like I feel like a weight has been, has been lifted and me and her had a long conversation like that morning before they broke up yeah and I was like I'm not gonna tell you what to do but if you're feeling this way this is not it right was to the point you should I'm Oh my God. It was to the point where I would be driving to him and feeling like subconsciously just saying, you need to turn around. You need to like break up with him. You need to like get this person out of your life. Like it kept on ringing in my head every time I like would go over them. Like that is an issue because I shouldn't feel like that if I genuinely want to be here. So mm-hmm. it oh my god and like like Melly said when I broke up with with that person it was like a 
I literally felt my body just relax for the first time because mm-hmm. we were together like six months. Yeah, it was about around six months. So, but I literally like I was at a park and I was I didn't understand how much stress I had until like I got off the phone with him and like my body was like my shoulders literally dropped down and I'm like, dang, that's how much stress I've been holding with this person. Yeah. yeah, and that's what we don't understand how, you know, going from a mental health um, perspective, like stress, like makes you like physically sick, like you can't mm-hmm. sleep. Sometimes you can't eat. Sometimes it affects your stomach to where it's like, you know, you have you start to have gastro issues. Um, obviously, it can affect your blood pressure. So just eliminating this, you know, this toxic relationship can you know, if you have, can pretty much kind of alleviate like all these different health issues Mm -hmm. that you could possibly be having. And so I know, like I said, I know for me, like that's whenever I'm, I'm stressed out, um, you know, I tend to kind of like not eat and and things like that. So, yeah, it is. It's just, it's just a release. Yeah. Yeah, and, And it feels so good when it's over, but it could even, um, lower your immune system so it can make you more prone to getting like viral mm-hmm. but and stuff like that it's it's crazy how much stress can it can mm-hmm. really hurt you and even back to what you said about the gastro like when I was under a lot of stress like I wasn't really eating I lost 10 pounds in a week mm-hmm. I started having stomach issues I got diagnosed with IBS mm-hmm. so which is uh, ir- irritable bowel syndrome mm-hmm. which makes your stomach like cramp like crazy and then you pretty much have to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. just it's nerves and I was just like okay I can't live my life like that but I mean <laughs> but it was it has to be like a lifestyle change they tell you like if you want it, like it doesn't really go away you can take medicine and stuff like that, but it doesn't go away. So the best thing that you can do is try to alleviate as much stress as possible. And um, so that way you don't have any like flare ups and stuff. So it can definitely work on you and, and emotionally. Yeah. It is bad. So I'm learn by going through. <laughs> But it's, uh, it is what it is. I mean, I'm glad I know because, um, you know, you never really think about these things when you're going through it. Or if you don't know, you don't, of course, you're not going to equate the two. Yeah, you're not going to connect it and trying to say that this is coming from this. Right. Yeah, yeah so just making sure that you keep the right, the right people in your life will keep you, you know, keep you laughing. When you laugh, it, it releases all these endorphins and so mm. it really does it, it really does make a difference um you know in your in your, your your physical health and your mental health right yeah yeah and then you in turn end up being um a actual you know a healthy a healthy friend being a better friend mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree and, and sometimes it does not how long you've been friends with that person, somebody that you've been a lifelong friend with can be, can be 
detrimental to your well-being. I grew up with a girl next door, and um, we were here apart, but we were in the same grade because um, our birthday, the way our birthday fell. But she was like, it was fine when we were like in grade school, but when she got to high school, like she would, I, I had a car because I was older. I would drive us in and drive us home, but like she had got her own group of friends and just kind of like, why is this girl talking to me during the day? Mm-hmm. But leave me alone. I'm with my other friends. And that to me, I feel like that t- can be like a, a a toxic friendship too. Agreed. Why, why do you feel as though, like, I'm good enough when you need something or want something, but I'm not good enough to hang out in public? And we grew up together. We lived literally next door to each other, right across the lawn. And we were even on, like, school nights, we would be, like, able to spend the night together because we're right there. But, I feel um, like, like, situations like those are kind of it sucks to go through, but, like, it's a necessary for you to kind of learn, like, what people you don't want in your life. Like, yeah. as men, and how many times have, like, you know, your friend, like, Melly has tell, told me over and over, don't, don't be friends with this person, or, like, you see what they doing, and then I'm like, oh, no, mm-hmm. like, just brushing them off, no, they're a good person, la, 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 la. <laughs> but, um, they were just actually like <laughs> shitty people, but I had to go through that situation because, you know, that's my lesson learned. Like, I had to go through like, you know, just being with shitty people just to see like what I don't want in my life. And like, since I turned uh-huh. thirty, it's been like, okay, what do I want to tolerate, and what do I not want to tolerate with? Mm-hmm. I agree. I 100% agree. But that's what you were saying about um, just kind of like that mother type of vibe that you give like, oh, I have to protect this person or I, I can see what they can't see. But it, it hurts so bad that like I can't make you do anything. Mm-hmm. And which is fine, but I it's it's just like I'm watching you walk into the fire, and I can't do nothing about it. So it, it hurts me because I'm like, I know she's gonna go through unnecessary stress, but I can't do nothing about it. But let her learn, right? Even if it this week, next week, next year, it's gonna. It usually eventually happens somewhere down the line, and I just wish that I can help, but. Everybody's an individual, even my own kids. I cannot do anything about it because they are their own individuals. Yeah. Speaking of my, they are not <laughs> in the bed. <laughs> they must be still downstairs. They probably, they probably fell asleep oh, on the couch downstairs. But that's fine because they're not up here making noise. Watch they come up like, what are you doing? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Can I hear? No, go away. <laughs> They're funny. They're hilarious. But even like my husband, he has these 
well, he had these supposedly friends, and they were just not real friends. And I'm trying to tell him that, and he's like not listening, and it's <laughs> aggravating. But he's a he's he's a special kind of song. There's this one friend that he quote unquote friend that he had that now mind you like it, he, they worked together so I knew her because me and him used to work together and um, I think when I stopped working there she had started so we kind of crossed paths mm-hmm. yeah. Ooh, excuse me so he um, there was like this big thing that had happened at work and like the police were involved and if it was my friend, my like my real friend, that they would come when I needed them to come as soon as possible. They wouldn't be waiting two, three days mm-hmm. if they knew that I could possibly be in trouble for something right. that I did not mm-hmm. do. This bitch didn't show up for like two, three days. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I have to drive an hour or not. Yeah. Oh my, I'm going to help you because you're my real yeah. friend. That's not a real friend to me. And he, she's, she advised him because she felt the need to put cameras in her house that he should do the same. What? For what? <laughs> what I'm trying to say. I Girl, can't tell okay. somebody what they should do in their own damn house. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't have that relationship. We don't have those worries. So why are you telling? It's one thing if he's like, oh, well, I, I feel this way. That's not the case. That's never been the case. So why would you? It's one thing if 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 he's been saying stuff like that, but if that wasn't the case, then why would you even advise him? Go ahead, you're gonna be wasting your money watching me sit on the couch eating Cheetos, <laughs> watching TV. <laughs> I'm not. I don't do anything besides go to work and come home and take care of these kids. So. Do do what you need to do if you that, that's what you feel so you need to do. But it should it, it should be on your own accord. It shouldn't be because somebody else advised you to yeah. do it based on their shitty experience. Keep you and your shitty experience over there, and then <laughs> keep your shit away from me. <laughs> With the police thing, get that. You know what? You're not a friend. That is not a friend to me. I'm sorry. Rant over. <laughs> how do you? How do you all? Um, I guess recoup once um a boundary has been crossed. I think it depends on how bad the boundary that was violated was. Uh-huh. Is um because some things can just be like okay, well. This is what you did. It's unacceptable. Like, why would you do mm-hmm. that? But some other things. Let's see. What example can I use? Like, hmm. Like, okay. So I feel as though, like, something smaller. Like, oh, I. And I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good ex- example. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think. <laughs> but yeah, I think it depends on like 
that how how big or small the situation is. If it's something that is like that, just can be a warning. Like, okay, well, you are staying in the house and you didn't wash the dishes when that was part of your contract. <laughs> <laughs> then I, I, I mean, I could just be like, okay, well, you this can you please do it? <laughs> like, it's not deal. But I feel like okay, say you're hanging out with somebody that doesn't like yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, that's where I was gonna go. Oh, that's to me. Yeah, what is um? Yeah. How would yeah. you feel about that though? Like if someone is like hanging out with, I guess like if you're mutual friends with someone, and I guess they don't like that person that you're hanging out with. Like, how do you handle that? Like the mutual friend is like let's say let's okay. say uh I'm trying to get an example. Too. I have the okay. So let's say the girl that that did all foolishness with you, and you're you're the mutual friend, I guess, because you're in the middle right. of the mm-hmm. two of us. I'm telling you. I'm not gonna go. You can go hang out with this girl. I'm not gonna go if you fe- force me to go. I can't make no promises. What's gonna happen? <laughs> I guess like with me being in that situation, I kind of just kept y'all separate. Yeah, because it was it would be like me and her going somewhere, but then it would be like you and me going somewhere. So it wouldn't be like y'all would see each other anyway. I mean, if I ever seen her, I would still say what I gotta say. But <laughs> I mean, just because you tried it too many damn times for for me not to say nothing at this point, I'm not gonna fight you. I'm too damn old for that, unless I have to. But <laughs> I know, throw hands. Not, yeah. I throw hands only if I have to. I'm not a fighter. I am not a fighter. I feel like I'm too old to be out here doing stuff like that. However, if I feel as though I need to. We can get it popping. <laughs> but you know, like I'm not gonna um for the most part you have always kept us separate. But I would disclose that to you, like, okay, well, I if you really want me to go and she gonna be there, I cannot guarantee she does some foolishness that I'm not gonna right. react. Period. I probably won't speak because I'm not gonna I'm not a phony person, I'm not gonna be phony. I already don't like you. I'm damn sure not going to be phony with you. So I'll try to be to myself or talk to whoever else is there or keep myself preoccupied. Do some foolishness. I I have no control over what happens next. Especially if I've been drinking. Because <laughs> <laughs> I started to question loyalty when you started hanging with somebody. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel and to me, I don't I don't I don't know if I would I don't, I don't think I know how to separate like if it's somebody that like I like I really don't deal with, and you know the emotion behind it, I just I don't know. I my, I just start questioning things at that point because I feel like you should know. But then it yeah. all de- I guess it all depends because like I can see where if I was friends with you and then you don't like this girl, you have a problem with this girl, and then I go over there mm-hmm. and be friends with her. That to me is like some other shit because it's like how did you why did you even go over there and be friends with her like that you know but like it's hard because it's like 
some like say if y'all both were already friends and then something happened to where like say if you were all out and then something happened where y'all just don't like each other and then you're like oh my god I'm caught in between because I just want y'all to not fight okay so um somebody that has been really rocking really really hard is um there is um Dominique and she owns Sunkiss Naturals LLC and it's an organic skincare line and I have actually purchased quite a few different products from them um right now I'm using um it's the melanin uh it's a face wash is what they pretty much call it I have the also have the Caribbean um body scrub that's really awesome she has a lemon lip scrub she also has a um she has a rose hip facial oil she has beard balms um she has a lot of good stuff but uh these are actually ordered the beard balm for my husband so we've all been kind of like playing in a lot of her stuff um and i'm i'm very happy with everything that i've purchased um she is local to Georgia so she's actually located in um, Winterville Georgia but she ships everywhere and she custom makes everything by hand so when you once you place an order then she starts to uh, prepare that order by hand so Sunkiss Naturals and she is Sunkiss Naturals on IG as well yay I gotta look her up um did you have the other one too? Yes. And so the other one, let's see here. I have candy. She has um some mixed drinks. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the specifics for are as far as um shipping alcohol. <laughs> but as long as it gets to my mailbox, that's all that matters. <laughs> I didn't know my ID. <laughs> it is called Get Mixed by Candy. And she has um she has frozen flavors and she also has so you can get the adult Capri Sun either frozen or you can get it um without unfrozen, I guess. Um she has like a plethora of flavors, um, which include like blue raspberry, strawberry lemonade, um, frozen rose, watermelon, jungle juice. She even has something called ho juice. I don't know what that's about though. Um, she got ho juice, summertime wine, and honey bourbon. She um sells them for one for ten, or she also sells um half a gallons or gallons, one for thirty or two for fifty. And um, I believe that get mixed by candy is also her um her name on IG as well. Um, but very very sweet girl, very good products. I'm gonna have to inquire about that toe juice. <laughs> I know. I was like, we need to find out what's in this what's right here. That like, that's that's the title right there. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something I would like to indulge in. <laughs> right. <laughs> the whole juice. The so you can be thought bopping everywhere. Right. 
Um, my husband ain't having that shit. <laughs> Before we head out, I want Natisha to give all your business handles. Oh, awesome. Thank you. To, to find your podcast and listen and everything. So you can say whatever you need to say, whatever you want to say. Um, all your sites that you're on, everything. All right. So I can be found. Um, I'm most active on my Facebook page. To me, I'm more successful as far as for having my listeners engage. So um, I am the Controversial Black Girl Podcast on Facebook. Um, I am on IG. I am my handle on IG is the underscore controversial underscore black girl underscore podcast um on ig as well um if um listeners want to email me for future topics you can email me at natisha which is n-a-t-e-s-h-a um j-a-c-k-s-o-n zero five at yahoo.com and that is also a way that I correspond back and forth with my listeners. So we have lots of good content. I have enjoyed being on the show with you all tonight. So definitely cheers to future projects. Word. Yes. I, I got a couple topics I want to collab again. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I look forward to it for sure. This one was fun and a lot of ranting. I, was... <laughs> I can't wait though. I can't wait. I know. Okay, thank you guys, for having so... me. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thank you for <laughs> thank coming you for... on. Yeah. <laughs> anytime, anytime. So that's all we have for you guys today on the Babbling with Besties Sorry. podcast. So we will see you in next burr, week. Burr, burr, burr.